A couple of weeks ago, I was having lunch in our house down in Corvallis, and I was expecting a phone call, and we were, the phone call didn't come, and then, well, we started to have lunch, and halfway, the phone rang, started ringing, and I immediately answered the call. So at the end of the meal, like this member of my community, I'm not going to tell you who because many of you know all the priests or missionaries of the society. He came and says, hey, Ignacio, you should be an example. Like, we don't answer the phone while eating. He was a little bit angry as well. Like, I cannot repeat his voice. So right away, I got defensive and says, well, you shouldn't leave the phone next to the table then and walk away from the conversation. And as I started reflecting, I was one upset. And then I thought, how prideful. And then I, I, I asked him to come and we talk. And the first thing he says, I apologize. I, I shouldn't have said that in a, that angry voice. No, like, uh, and I said, I apologize. I think you are right. I shouldn't have answered the phone anyway. To receive and to give constructive criticism is not easy, but it's crucial. Jesus today, in this chapter 18 of Matthew, is a whole chapter about what is the life of the church. He says, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have won over your brother. This is one of the hard teachings of Christ. And it's about giving and receiving constructive criticism. It's very important to have healthy, real relationships um, to develop this capacity, both to challenge others, but also to allow others to challenge you. If we fail to do this, we can grow in inner resentment, relationships can grow distant, we can um, not allow the, the spirit to speak to us through others. So how to give and how to receive criticism? The gospel is very practical today, and that's why it's very difficult to listen to it. So first, how to give constructive criticism. Jesus gives us three tips. The first one, he says, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. And I highlight the word alone. So the first characteristic of constructive criticism is that it has to be done in private. So we usually do the opposite. Let's say I, I, I want to correct Daisy and or I see a fault in, in her. I might tell like Sam and like five people before telling her. So Jesus says, whenever you see a defect or a weakness or something that has to be addressed to someone, go to that person and that person alone. And don't do the opposite. Because of fear of being rejected, we avoid the person and we kind of gossip or we go to other people, we vent. 
So this is very challenging, this first aspect of the gospel, to be private about the faults of others. Second, Jesus says, tell him. He doesn't say, like, yell at him or scream loudly at him with anger. So to keep criticism implies in the second place to have a peaceful heart. We should not challenge others until we have a peaceful and a loving attitude about the weaknesses of others. So motivation and, and the way we do it is key. So my advice would be, till you are not at peace, till you are not like with a loving heart, don't do it. Someone told me this principle, it's like the soup. If the soup is too hot, you should wait to cool down before you drink it. If not, you're gonna um, burn your tongue. Well, in this case, you're gonna destroy the heart of the other person. So sometimes we should kind of cool down. We should not also wait too much because the soup can get cold. So there's an optimal timing we should find. But I think you can testify, at least I, I can testify. I always regret when I say something, write an email, I don't have a phone, but in your case, you send a text, you are But when you wait, you get objectivity and the content is even much better if you do it in a peaceful way. So be private, be peaceful. And then Jesus says, be positive. If your brother sins against you. So criticism has to be directed towards things people choose. If someone is sinning, someone is choosing an action. I cannot challenge people in areas they cannot change. I cannot say to PJ, hey, your voice is so annoying. Like, could you change your voice? I use that example because it's obviously not true, no? But there are things we need to be patient. This call to constructive criticism has to be complemented with the call to compassion and mercy and being patient with the weaknesses and the things our people cannot change. So to be positive means that the, the criticism shows a path of growth. The person is capable of growing in the area you are saying. And sometimes you can even provide that path or suggest hey, you used to exercise once a week, like you haven't run for three years, like why don't you just begin running, no? Like I, I said in a funny way, but in a way that the other person can think, oh, that's true. But also to be positive implies that any criticism has to be surrounded by encouragement. Jesus is a master in both challenging people, but also in encouraging people. He tells to Thomas, why do you doubt? It's the first thing he says. I know you are doubting. Why do you doubt? Don't doubt anymore. He challenges him. 
He tells to Peter, Padre retro, Satanás, stay behind me, Satan. Last Sunday, you're not thinking like God. He tells to Paul, this I love, like, why are you persecuting me? Like Jesus appears from heaven, the first thing he says to him is, hey, stop persecuting me. And he stopped, no. But also he says, woman, great is your faith. Blessed are you, Peter. Jesus is always very capable of seeing the good in others and reminding them of that goodness. So yes, we should provide constructive criticism, but it should be surrounded by a lot of encouragement. People, we struggle now with seeing the goodness in us. So if you give like one constructive criticism, well, be, have like five encouraging words or have five instances where you encourage that person. So to be positive also means to not just to be critical or challenge people always. You should be more encourager than someone who challenges all the time. So that's how to give. Be positive, be peaceful, be private. Be briefly, how to receive criticism? Jesus says today, if he listens to you, you have won over your brother. So it's a conditional uh, clause, like if he listens, there's a possibility that your brother will not listen, or there's a possibility that we don't listen. So how to receive when someone says something to you? Three very brief practical advice. One, say thank you. Say thank you. Don't get defensive. Don't attack the person. In our community, if we have this rule. If you begin the phrase saying, I have a fraternal correction for you, and this is a correction. And then our response would be, thank you. And we take a day, we think about it. And sometimes you can say, hey, I think you are not correct. I think uh, in this, you mi misinterpreted me, so you can answer back but only after one day of thinking and, and reflection. So say thank you. Second, always try to find the kernel of truth. Always try to find what is true in the message this person is giving to me. Maybe not the whole thing is true, or maybe the person is very angry and is an enemy of you. But try to detect what is true in that criticism. I have learned more from people who criticize me, either in a healthy way or in an unhealthy way. But I always try to say, okay, what is true in this? And finally, receive it as, in many cases, as if it was the voice of God. God coaches us through others. In the first reading, Ezekiel speaks of the watchman. You son of man, I have appointed watchman for the house of Israel. When you hear me say anything, you shall warn them for me. So the watchman was the guy in the city, in a higher place, 
seeing if enemies were coming and warning the people in the city about the enemies. He or she was someone in a higher place with a better perspective. So what basically Ezekiel is saying is that people put, uh, God puts a watchman so he can or she can speak to those in the city. And the same is true of those who live very close to us, especially those who love us. They see better than us. They know more than you about yourself. They see things of yourself that you cannot see. And in a sense, a watchman, God gives them to you so he can or she can take care of you. So when they provide criticism, try to receive it with humility. Because maybe God is speaking through that person. So how to receive? Just say thank you, accept it with humility, see the kernel of truth, and try to discern that God might be mediating his voice and his care for you through that person. If we practice this teaching of Christ, he promises a very special grace. He says, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. So when we practice, when we receive and give criticism in a loving way, when we are humble, when we forgive one another, when we encourage one another, when we develop true, authentic, non-fake relationships, when we don't allow resentment to grow inside, when we don't allow relationships to grow cold, and we gather in his name, Jesus says, I will be there. People will come into that family. People will come into that place. And they will breathe the presence of Christ. And how much we need this. How much as Christians we need to testify of the unity, of the peace that abounds among Christians. We need to be a sign, a sacrament of the unity of the kingdom, of the love of the Trinity in a visible way. We need to testify to the world. So let us take to heart this challenging teaching of Christ. When you receive the Lord today, pray for the grace of uprooting from your heart any resentment, any harshness of heart, any distance, any coldness, and ask the Lord to show the grace of being humble, encouraging, responsible for one another, for truly esteeming the other person, being patient with their weaknesses, Pray for the grace of mediating here the voice and the love that Christ has for each person, especially those who are close to you.
And in this way, his resurrected loving presence will be manifested among us in our midst.